Okay, Boker Tov, <coughs> Shavua Tov. Today's stop is Daf Chof Aleph in Megillah. Right from the top of the page, we, we learn for a four Shlema for Yosef Azriel Ben Chaya Michal. <coughs> the Mishnah had said that certain things can be done all day and certain things can be done all night. So we sell Rifas Egla, <coughs> breaking the neck of the Egla Rufa. That whole procedure can be done any time during the day. Only during the day, though, but any time during the day. Why is that? Amri... Uh, because it says kapar Yisrael, and by kapar we say ki be any time during the day. It has to be during the day, but any time during the day. So that's why the mission said that kol ayom for all these different things. All these things we mentioned before, and Larifas Egla, that's also all day. Dafka day, because it's a kind of kapara, and kapara is all is during the day. And it says during the day, not at night. Well, Taras Metzorah, all the procedures with the, by uh, Metzorah, by a leper, being purified with the birds and the uh, Eitz Erez and Ezov, the Hisop, Shnitolas, the whole procedure, also during the day of Siv, Zostia Torah, HaMetzorah, Biyom Taraso, on the day that he's purified, only during the day, not at night. Then we said, certain things can be done all night. What are they? Kolalayla Kosher, Lekitsiris Omer, cutting down the Omer, cutting down the Omer, we said, Ksiris Omer, and also lecture from but Ksiris Omer, why is it all night? The Omer Mark, Ksira Vesphira Balayla Vava Biyom. The Gemara Menachas over there discusses this. It says, Sheva Shabosos Tmimos Tihiyena, right, from the second day of Pesach, and the day that you bring the Omer, you have to have seven complete weeks until Shavuos, right? So it says, and the other night says, Now, the only way you have complete weeks is if you start at night, because the, 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 the day starts with night. So how do you have seven complete weeks if you start at night? The, 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 after the first day of Pesach, that night, Matsoi the Yom Tavrishom, if you start then, then you have seven complete weeks. On the other hand, it says, Mioma Biachem, during the day you bring the carbon. So how do you resolve that? So the Gemara Menachas over there says, I'll tell you what, certain things start are at night and certain things during the day. The Omar Ktsira of Balaila, cutting down the Omer, which is a mitzvah to cut it down. We had even on even if it comes out on Shabbos, you cut it down. Ktsira and Sphere, we count the Omer at night. In other words, to resolve the two psukim, one saying you need complete weeks, meaning seven full weeks, that means starting at night. Starting the night, the beginning of the seven weeks starts at night, and the other hand is during the day. If you start during the day, you don't have seven complete weeks. So the complete weeks goes on ktsira, you cut it down at night, and you count the sphere, as we know you count sphere at night, sphere so omer, and bringing the carbon you bring during the day. So here's the idea that the ktsira, or the sphere, can be the whole night. Ulak, hector burning the fatty parts and the limbs of the carbon toda, it means other carbonas also, where you have, there you don't burn the limbs, you burn the fatty parts, that's all night. If it says, what does it say, Michael? All night, right? Oh, you burn the whole night. You can burn these things all night. Then the Mishnah ended up by saying, something you're supposed to do in the day is kosher all day. Something at night, all night. What is the exact law always comes to include something else? We know that the the um, the uh, two the loaves of bread, right? The the the, uh, the twelve uh, loaves of bread that are on the shulchan in the mishkan in the in the heichal, 
right? They were renewed every Shabbos, right? So on Shabbos they're renewed. And what's the procedure? It's really a kind of carbon mincha. There's two cups of frankincense, of spices. That's called the, the, uh, the bazichim. So the, uh, setting them up and removing them, right? That means to say, that's what it means, Zaklal, that's kosher all day. All day Shabbos, you can take them off, take off the old one and put the new one. You take off the old one, that's like the kamitza and that's matzah, the breads to be eaten. So the cedar, the, the cedar bazichim, the silk bazichim, setting them up and taking them down are kosher all day. Ukurabiosi, like Rabiosi, the time Rabiosi, Omer Silikasi Yeshana Shabbos. Let's say you removed the old, the old, the previous week's uh, uh, two cups of, of incense, of, of frankincense uh, in the morning. Let's say Shabbos morning. The cedar sechadashim, obviously, put the other ones towards the evening. And that's okay. In other words, it doesn't have to be uh, simultaneous. Umani Mikayim, what it says, Lefnei Hashem Tamid, Shalei Shulchan below Lechem. The Shulchan should never be without Lechem. You know, remember, they had four Kohanim. Two, uh, two kahanim were putting the new breads on, and as they put them on, as they put the new breads, as the other ones took off the old breads, these put the new breads, so there was always breads on the shulchan. That's as far as the lechem goes, the 12 breads, the 12 loaves, but as far as the, they were in a shape like of a tray, you know, we had that in, in the office, but uh, as far as the bezichan goes, it could be morning and evening. The truth is that the Mepharshim say, why Dafka Rabbi Yossi says you could take the bezichan off in the morning and put the new ones on at night, even the Rabbanan, uh, who say that have to be simultaneously like the lechem, but it could be any time during the day, right? So that we're trying to say, Zachal, what is it called? Anything that's during the day could be any time during the day. You do it morning, mid after, midday, afternoon. The Rabbana would also hold that it's all day, it's just that they say that the removing of the cups and the, and the placing of the new cups uh, should be done at the same time. But the, so in a chanami, that could really be a coin to up on it also that it's done all day, except here Rabbi Yossi says clearly that it could be all day because you could take the cups off in the morning and put the new ones on in the afternoon. So clearly Rabbi Yossi is more befeirish, he's more, he's more explicit that, um, uh, that it could be done all day. That's what we say from Rabbi Yossi. And what about something which is mitzvah all night? Is mitzvah all night? What does that come to include? We already said, uh, well, how many things are there at night? There are not that many. During the day, we said all these various uh, carbonos and halal and, uh, and uh, you know, tils lulav, all these things were mentioned. At night, we had a few. What did we say? We said, Ksira um, Saomer, um, cutting down the Omer, Sphira also, Hector Chalav Mimurim. What does this come to include? Lasim, Psachim. Pesach, Korban Pesach, you eat all night. What do you mean all night? Isn't it supposed to be eaten by. By chatzos, by midnight, right? You have to finish the uh, afikomen by right. midnight for that reason, because like zechel zechel lekorben pesach. So the gemara loker blazer blazer, not loker blazer blazer. Tanya b'achlo sevaser b'layla. Say you eat the blazer this night. Amar blazer blazer, never come b'layla. That says over here b'layla hazeh. V'nemar l'holim v'avarti beretz misrayim b'layla hazeh. When did Hashem pass over and the, the, with the makas b'choras? At midnight, Malon Ad Chatzos. At Chatzos, it was done to not later than Chatzos. Afkan Ad Chatzos. Rabbi Lezer ben says that the carbon Pesach has to be eaten when? Only until Chatzos. Our mission holds otherwise. Where do you have this? We say this every day in Ezo Makoma. And we say Karbonus every morning. And what do we say? And the last, the last Mishnah in Ezo Makoma says, Ha Pesach Eno Nechel Ela Balayla. Eno Nechel Ela Ad Chatzos. You have to join, join the member, membership on the carbon. It's got to be eaten roasted, but it says, This sheet is who? This sheet is what? Not Israel Belazar Ben Azariah. 
we all, I always mention this that why we say Yisum Akomen every day the Korbanos. Why why after this parak in Mishnayos? Because say here there's no machlokas. You know, so at least you know you learn something which is solid. No machlokas. There there's no machlokas in the Mishnah. In the Mishnah's up, but the Gemara over there and at the last last page of Yisum Akomen says that's the shita of. But the Chachamim say you can eat the carbon Pesach the whole night. Our Mishnah here is going like the Chacham, not like a Blazer ben Okay, so we're going to come back. Uh, you have to uh, leave your leave Karbatas open in your city because we're going to come back to the Mitzvah later on today. Okay, anyway, that's the end of this parak. Now we begin the third parak. Hadlach Hakore Lamafreya. We're going to come back to this Mitzvah Shem in seven and a half years. For those who didn't hear it, there was a whole we were discussion discussion. Your voice was also there. A few people pointed out to me that on Shabbos' daf, what I put on the podcast from seven and a half years ago, we had a discussion. We actually learned that part on Friday. We had that on Friday. We got a, on Friday, remember, we learned to the Mishnah on Shabbos' right. daf, and we learned the part about the cotton, you know, that, that, that he, you know, he testified when he's a cotton, so he said, you can't, te- even though now he's a goto, you can't testify a goto. So somebody brought up seven and a half years ago, uh, somebody brought up about, um, uh, what about, you know, these stories with the molesting and stuff like that. People are, how, do, how can you, how can you say, how can you accept testimony from a 20-year-old person who says, when I was eight years old, uh, they, so they, so they, they less than me. So the uh, uh, whole discussion, we were, we, whole discussion was going back with several people here and other people mixed in and Moshe said something too. And we were talking about it and I said, the truth is that uh, it's not evidence in court. It's, uh, you know, it's evidence, a preponderance of evidence of many people reporting. It's not like accepted. And then I, I didn't mention it then, but I'll mention it now. That you know, we say it's not kosher Adam, right? Adam has to be a male, has to be bar mitzvah, has to be all the stuff kosher Adam to Adam in court, like to testify. So, we, where do we have Adam today? Kedushin and Gittin, right? When it comes to Kedushin, you have to have two Adam. What about two Adam in a court case? So, Rav Asher Weiss has said many times he's been an Avbezin for over 20 years. He has his own you know, court, people come and come. Never has a case been decided based on two Adam. You know, we say, what? Because there's usually not two Adam. What are the issues? Uh, you promised to pay me for this. You broke my thing. You said this. You said that. We had a contract. Whatever the deal was, I was promised this salary, that salary. It's never done with two Adam. Do you ever see two Adam? You have a contract, let's have two Adam. It's never done that way. Kedushin is He says, the truth is, of course, the, the Bezans have to paskin based on, you know, whether it's uh, Shmuel Eliyahu's Bezan or anybody's Bezan. They based on what they what they think is the best solution. But there's very, if you had F2 Adam, yeah, you know, to kill a person, you say, oh, yeah, you need two Adam and saw Reuben kill Shimon, right? But if you have that, it's very rare. That's why Bezans never killed anybody. Once in 70 years, it was a bad thing, right? But it was very difficult. And, and even today, how many cases are there where there's two kosher Adam, you know, there to, to, to testify about this particular case of all the issues that come up in a court today? It's very rare. Those kind and, of cases don't have any yeah, they don't have any Adam. He says that's the case. They have to decide without the Adam based on what they think really happened. All right, Megillah says the Mishnah. Megillah, when you read the Megillah, Omid Yoshev, you could even sit. As we'll see, Megillah is not like reading the Torah. And therefore, the person who reads the Megillah could sit also. Kara Echad, One person could read it, even two people can read it, as we'll see, even simultaneously. Yachad Yatsu. I ain't shnei kolos nishman ke'echad. When it comes to reading a Torah, where we have to hear the halachas and we have to know the 613 mitzvos, so we're more careful and only one person should read the Torah at a time. But when it comes to Megillah, if two people read, not so bad. Yatsu. Makum shnagelabarachibarach. If the minig is to make the bracha, we make a bracha before, right? We make a bracha. We'll see what the bracha is. Yibarach. Shalo yibarach. If the minig is not to make a bracha, lo yibarach. And Rashi says, ain't sarach levarach. Not that you shouldn't, but if the minig is not to make a bracha, 
Maybe the minig is not, but if you want to make a bracha, you could, it's mashma. You don't have to. Bashem Vichamisha, Ezra is Matakin that we should read the Torah also on Monday and Thursday, and at Mincha on Shabbos, right? We should always have the Torah. How many Elias are there? As we know, three. Karan Shlosha. Not less than three. We'll see three is for some significance. Not more. Not to be Matriach Vitzibor. People have to go to work. And on Mincha and Shabbos, it's right before Shabbos is over. If they've been darshing the whole day, don't be Matriach Vitzibor. Three is enough. No more. You don't do the half Torah on those days. The person makes a bracha, and the person who, the first one who reads in the Torah is called up for an And the last one, they make a bracha before and after. Does that mean there's only one bracha at the beginning, like the Kohen makes a bracha, and the last Yisrael makes a bracha? That's what it sounds like. We're going to talk about that in the Gemara. We know we don't do that today. Those are days in which we also have a musif, Koranar Ba, four. But again, four because of the significance of the day, but not more because even on Chalamoy and Rosh people work. On Chalamoy, you're supposed to work. In Shalayim, it's almost unheard of, right? <laughs> but now if it's a Dover Hefzid, you know, my Zayda in Poland went, opened up his Makolet with a Shrimo on, on Chalamoy because it's, a dove, it's, a, it's a something where there's a loss of money involved uh, and the Dover of it, you're allowed to work. So you don't have more than four Elias. We also don't do the Torah on those days. Same thing. The person starts and ends the Torah reading. Make a bracha before my Zach. It's not a yontif. Carnival, you have four alias. The yontif, how many alias? Five. Chamisha. The Yom Kippur, Shisha. The Shabbos, Shiva. Never less than those amounts. But you could add more. On Shabbos, you can add more. And generally, it's not that it's, it's totally forbidden. We don't add Elias usually on those other days, right? On Yantif and on Yom Kippur. But on Shabbos, we add You make on those days. Could very well mean that he means on Sif and even on the other days, on Yantif and Yom Kippur also, but we generally don't do that. Maybe because then they couldn't, when they auction them off, it wouldn't be worth as much if, if you had too many, right? Uh, the one who opens and starts, and the one who opens and ends, the first Ali and the last Leah, make a bracha before and after, so we'll talk about that in the Gemara. This that we say that a Koran and Megillah omit the Yoshev, right? That's uh, that, uh, that you could see, you read the Megillah, you could either stand or sit. Not so with the Sefer Torah. So when it comes to reading the Torah, you have to stand. Menani Mili, where it is on Rabbu of the Pasuk says, Hashem said to Moshe, Ata po amodi madi. You here, you Moshe, stand with me. It's Mashri, you have to stand. Bamravu, il moli mikr kasa, for the Pasuk wouldn't be written that way. Yef shalomro, we wouldn't be able to say it. Kivi achol, afakadosh barcha bamida, like we're giving the attributes of man to God, saying like Hashem is standing. But the point is, you see, stand here when you read the Torah. How do you know that the when the Rebbe is teaching his student, uh, he shouldn't sit like higher up on a bed and have the have the student on the ground? In other words, you shouldn't like make him little, but uh, either they're both on the bed or they're both on the ground, but they should be at the same level. From the days of Moshe Rabbeinu until Rigamaliel Hazakin, we'll see Rigamaliel Hazakin, he was the grandson of Hillel, the first Rigamaliel. Lo you lemaiden Torah elam umet. They used to only, even learning Torah, not talking about reading. Don't know we were talking about reading the Sefer Torah, reading the Megillah. Megillah, you could sit, Lenny, you have to stand. 
But even when it comes to learning, they used to stand. They had more koach. Sickness came into the world. They didn't have the strength to stand all day, so they would sit and learn Torah. This makes this fits in with what we learned in the Mishnah. From the time that Rumiyamaliel died, the honor of the Torah is gone because it used to be that you stood up for it, right? When you stand up for something, you show it respect. Now there's no more respect because people don't have the, have, the, have the ability to stand the whole day. Kosov Echel, one Pusik says, Ba'esha Bahar Moshe said, I sat on the mountain. I stood on the mountain. How do we resolve this contradiction? Omarav, Omeid Velome, when Moshe learned from Hashem, he stood in order to learn it. Yoshev when he reviewed it himself, then he sat down. That was the, that's how he resolved the, the contradiction. No, it's a, another way to solve it. He wasn't really standing and he wasn't sitting. He was stooped over. In other words, stooped over can be called sitting or standing. So sometimes he referred to himself as sitting, sometimes as standing, but it really means the same thing. He was stooped over. Ebechlal doesn't mean he was sitting. Of course he was standing. But over here, yeshiva doesn't mean he was sitting. It just means he was, he was, uh, he remained there. He stayed there. They remained in Kadesh, that city, for many days. Rabbomer. Pardon? Yeah, yeah. Yeshiva Sukkah. Yeshiva Sukkah also means to remain in the city, right? To live there. Rabbomer Rakos Mu'umet. Bekashas Miyushiv. He said there were two, there were times that he stood, times that he sat. When he stood, when it was easy, easy to understand that rakos means it was soft, something easy to understand. So then he was able to stand for that, but it was something difficult that, that you had to concentrate on, hard for him to stand, then he sat there. So different ways to resolve that stereotype. So again, whether one person read the Megillah or two people read it simultaneously, you also say either way. Not when it comes to the Torah. When it comes to the Torah, Tosis explains that Pirsh Enkore El One person reads it. Why? Because we have a clause, Shnei Kolos Ein Shmoy. You can't hear two people. And when it comes to the Torah, it's important that we hear each word so we hear all the mitzvahs. Tan Rabbanim. Torah One person should read, and then they always had a maturgman for the Amaratzim, the people that didn't, the Rova Am did not understand the Hebrew, so they translated into the vernacular, which was Aramaic for them. Even when it comes to the Torah, you don't want to have two people being metargum because they w- wouldn't hear it as well and people wouldn't understand the halachas. Uva Navi, when it comes to reading something in the Navi, that Navi means like a Torah, where we read a Navi, Yeshai, Yermio, whatever, Shmuel. Uva Navi, Echad Korei, Vishnai Metargum. And there, two people could be metargum. Why? Two people could be Ovachli, Yeshnai, But you shouldn't have two people reading it. And Rashi explains, with Targum Shal Torah, we have to understand that to understand the mitzvah. So by Targum of Torah, we said only one person should be Metargum, one person should lay. By Navi, one person should, uh, only one person should read it, should lay it. But two people can be Metargum it because we're not so mockbit about it because we don't have so many halachas in the Navi. So if two people Metargum, they don't understand the Targum so much, you're doing it for the Tzibur. But if two people from the Targum, it maybe because they can't hear, they didn't have a microphone or whatever it was. So it's not so bad if two people are talking. Vachli Yishnaimkor, but two people shouldn't read it at the same time, so you should be able to hear it. Vachli Yishnaimkor, and when it comes to how or the Megillah, Megillah is already Ksubim, even 10 people can read it at the same time. And our gear says, Vasar Metargum, 10 people can Metargum. Rashi says, there is no Tirgum on Ksubim, and therefore he takes out that word. But Tosa says, no. 
there was no Targum Yonason Ben Uziel, but there was a later Targum. There was a, they, they translated it into Targum, so he leaves it in. Tosl leaves in Asarma Targumim. Maitam, so why can you have 10 people read it? We said by Navi, you shouldn't have two people reading it simultaneously. The Targum, not so bad, because they don't have to understand it that carefully. The people who don't understand it, not lo nor ra. But the, you have to, only one person can read, but by Ksuvim, Howl and Megullah, you could even have you can even have uh, 10 people reading it simultaneously. I, they won't be able to hear. It says, keeping the Chaviva, since it's dear to them, they love to hear the Megillah, you have the title, they'll concentrate, they'll concentrate on the Vishami and they'll be able to hear. This is we talk about, the, is the minute to make a bracha when you read the Megillah or not? We're talking about the bracha afterwards. Haravas that bracha we make after the Megillah. The bracha that we make before the Megillah, al mikra Megillah, then mitzvah, everybody agrees you have to make a bracha. All mitzvahs, when you perform mitzvah, you have to make a bracha before you do it. Whether it's a mitzvah del raisa or drabanan. Megillah is drabanan, obviously, right? Even though we had that the other day that Hashem showed Moshe, even all those things, but still, it's drabanan. All the brachas that we make on Berchas uh, we make a bar parades, etc. You always make a bracha before you do it, before you put on the film, before you put on the talis, etc. You make the bracha before. My mashmas, the Gemara says this in many places. How do you know that over lasiyosin means before? So the Gemara brings the high, how do, my mash, the high over, over means, listen, that you do it before you do, that you make the bracha before you perform the mitzvah. He ran through the, through the plain. And he came out ahead of the kushi. In other words, he beat him. He got there first. So vayavru means first. So that's the idea that kol brachas. We have a Shmuel said kol amot kol mitzvahskun mavarchlin over laseos. You make a bracha before. Here's a proof that over from the from Tanakh we see that over means before. Abayis is another pasuk vu ovar lifneim. This is by uh, Yaakov, uh, that uh, uh, Yaakov came before Esau, who uh, he came before him. So again, Avar means before. Their king came before them, Vashem Baroshem, that Hashem uh, was at the head, but the king came before them. So you see in all these cases that, ya- that Yavor or Over means before. What bracha do you make on the Megillah before? Before you, if you do make a bracha, we said, uh, we, I'm sorry, not if. Everybody said, we said that Everybody agrees you have to make a bracha before the machlokus is, or not the machlokus, the, 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 the minig, the, the making a bracha afterwards depends on the minig. But before you have to make a bracha, what a bracha do you make? So Rav Sheshish Mikatri, so Rav Sheshish from that place said, Ikola Kamei Ravash, came for Ravashi, he made, he made this bracha, Manach. What is Manach? It's an abbreviation for Al Mikra Megillah, Shasa Nisim, and Shechianu. Right? That's the Manach, that's the abbreviation, the acronym for those three brachas, like we do. What bracha do you make after? It's bracha Hashem Malkin Melcholam. Okay, Lo Aravas Rivenu Hashem argues our arguments. Vadonis Nienu makes our judgments. Vanokim Sinkasenu takes revenge for us. Vanifrolen Misarenu pays back our enemies. Vamasham Gemul Cholav Enavshenu and he pays back in kind all people who hate our souls. Bracha to Hashem Hanifrolen Israel because Hashem pays Hashem pays back on behalf of Israel all their pays back all their enemies on behalf of Israel. Rabbah says the ending bracha after bracha Tashim should be Hakel HaMoshiach, right? The God who, save, who saves us, our Savior. Amra Papa, and Rav Papa says this in many places when there's machlokas, what yeah, like by Modim we have that, uh, which one, by Modim Drabanan, we say this, we say that, put them all together. Hilkach Menel we say both of them, Baruch Hashem, Hanifra Yisrael Mikol Tzareim, and Hakel HaMoshiach. We say both of them again, we say both of them again, that's where we solve, we, we resolve everybody, we take everybody's opinion into account. Here it's only two, in other places there's some. Who should be second? Who should be second? We say them all, right? <laughs> Argue about that. 
So we said Monday and Thursday and Shabbos and Mincha. And it should be Uber Shabbos and Mincha and Shabbos Mincha. Three people read. Why three? Why do we have three Elias on uh, Monday and Thursday and on Shabbos Mincha? Can I get me? Omar Vasi, can I get Torah Vim Suvim? Oh, in honor of Torah Vim Suvim, that's the Tanakh, the 24 uh, books of the, of the, of the uh, Sifra Kodesh. So, in honor of the, those three concepts, Tarnavim, we have three Elias. Rav Omer, can I get Kohen Levim Yisraelim? As we actually do, we give Kohen Levim Yisrael, can I get Eloha? So, if it's Keneged, if the three Elias are Keneged, three things, Elohatani Rav Shimi, Ein Pochsen Yubsukim, Basic Knesses, you never read less than 10 Psukim. Whenever you read the Torah, whether it's Monday, Thursday, Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh, whenever, never less than 10 Psukim. And Vayidabra Min Aminyan, even the Pasuk of Vayidabra Shal Moshe Lema, which doesn't really teach us anything, still that's one of the ten, that can be one of the ten. Hani Asar me. what is that for? If you're saying that three is in, in, uh, in commemoration of three things, like Torah Nebim Suvim or Kohen Nebim, what is the ten for? Can I be Amr Bishim Malevi, can I get a Sarbatlan? It's also different opinions here. One says, can I get a Sarbatlan? The ten people who are always studying and learning in the basic Knesset. Can I get those ten? And out of those ten, we always have ten Pesukim. Can I get a Sarbatlan? Dibros. Shem Elevo should be seen. Dibros. And out of the ten the ten Dibros, because in commemoration of that, we always read at least ten Pesukim. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Rabbi brings that, can I get Hilun, the Kenegel of Shem Elevo, but on the side he says, takes that out, because there's many more than 10 Hilulim uh, that David said in Tehillim. Tilim. The world was created with 10 Ma'amarim. We had before, Vayomer, right? Vayomer, Vayomer. Normally you say, but Vayomer is a Ma'amar, and the world was created with 10 Ma'amaros. Hey Ninu, hey Ninu, Vayomer Debracious. It says, Vayomer 6, Vayomer Shem or Vayomer Shem Yikavuamayim, all the Vayomer. Those are Shem that ten maros, but if you count them, honey tisha, but there's only nine, not really ten. So how do you have ten maros? That you say that's why we read ten sukim when we read the Torah, connected the ten maros, the ten sayings that Hashem created the world with. It says bracious nami mamaru, bracious barlikim. That's also a mamar. The pasuk says nasu. By the word of God, the word, the heavens were created. Ruach piv, and by the spirit of His mouth or the wind of His mouth, calls from all the hosts were created. So you see that bracious. Bereshis also is a ma'amar, because we say that the Shemaim Bereshis Baal Kamesh the Shemaim Basa Aretz, the Shemaim that's from was also created with Hashem's ma'amar. So we have a total of 10. Pardon? No, we said we had we had the other day about Bayoma, that one thing was said to him about Bayoma. That was one thing, but most of the time it's Vayidabra. Amaravah. Now there's ten, and if you say there's ten sukkim and you have three people laying, it's not evenly divisible. So somebody's not going. Somebody's going to get at least four, and the other ones will get three. If, if, if you no, somebody's going to get at least four more than the other ones. Unless if you have a pash which has twelve sukkim, so they each get four. Right, not so bad, right? But but if it's ten, so somebody's going to get four. So Rabbi says, if the first one read four, he took four. That's all. That's a good thing. Shane Shikaradal was also Meshubach, and Shlish Shikaradal Meshubach. In other words, whoever read the, the four, the most, the more Psukim than the other ones, right, that's a good thing. Why, why are those good things? He says, Rishon Shikaradal Meshubach, the Tan, Bishal Shkubah, Shashal, Shashal, Son, Shabban, Tormen, Nasalishka. There were ten boxes or chests 
in which they used to take the coins that they, they, for the chazi shekels that were given at uh, an Adar time to, uh, to be prepared for the new karbonas that are started with Nisan. So they filled up the, these, uh, these um, rooms. There were really three, uh, uh, there were rooms that they filled up all the coins with. And then they would empty, they would take out, remove from the rooms, they would fill up three big boxes <coughs> of, of three saw each, Shoshan, and that, that they would, they would move from the lishcha, from the chamber where they had all the coins, from the office, the room there, they put them into these boxes. By Yukasa Valayan, and on these three boxes, they would write Aleph Beis Gimel, one, two, three. Lay days, men in this room, Rishon, to show which one's taken first. because he'd bring to bring carbonos from those coins first, from the first box. Shemitzvah and the mitzvah is the first go, go in order, and you gotta start, you know, go in order, one, two, three. So the idea here is you see that if the first one, if the, for the same way we're saying the first aliyah took four sukkim, that's a good thing. It's, it's a mitzvah to start with the first one, like that says cheshivas to it. And so Shekara if the middle aliyah, the levi, all, took four, if he took most of the psukim, more psukim than the other ones, that's also Meshavach Tatanya, El Mul Pnei Amenorah, Ye'iru Shabbat Meras, meaning there were seven candles on the candelabra, on the menorah in the base of Migdash. And if you hold that the, that the menorah was facing north and south, north and south, then the three bottom ones and the three top ones were facing the middle one. El Mul Pnei Amenorah, they were facing the middle one. The, the Pnei Amenorah, they facing the middle one. Ye'iru, Melamed Shemitzadat Pnei Amenorah, they were facing the middle one. Kapinei Amaravi. It's called Maravi, right? Maravi means it's the, you have north and south, and that's Ma'arav, because that's where the, uh, where the, uh, where the menorah was. So, uh, so you see that the middle one is also good. But now Maravi Maravi was facing the Shechina. We don't necessarily hold that way, because if you hold that the menorah was facing east and west, the Maravi is the second one from the east. It was the first one towards the west, right? The, from the east, the first one was the easternmost, and then the first one towards the west was the second one. So that's if you hold that way. But if this Gemara is going, if you hold that it, it's north and south. Rashi says, Hu neram tsoi, lamando a little bit towards the west. That's why it's called the western ones. A little bit towards the west. Chutz mishar neiros, right? Then then it's the second one. Anyway, according to this, the middle one is a good thing. So if, uh, so the same way, if the middle guy read for psukim, uh, that's a good thing. You see, the middle one is the best thing because the the three from the north were facing the facing south, facing this this uh, Maravi, and the three from the south were facing to the also to the Nehemiah. Every facing Nehemiah. It's called Maravi because it's a little bit towards the it's a little bit leaning towards the west. But uh, either but either way, you see Meshuvah. So you see, the middle one is the best, like right in the middle. If the last guy read four, it's also Meshavach. Because we always go up, right? We had before, and we have this all throughout Shas, we had before, remember the, uh, the coin who served while the, while the coin guard, let's say, was Tomei, it was uh, in, incapacitated, and yet another one take his place, right? So now he's a coin guard too. So when the first guy comes back, he comes back, so what does the coin guard, what does the replacement do? He's not a coin. He, so one says that he could be, well, we have different opinions, right? One says that uh, he could be back and go be a regular coin again. But the other one says, no, Malam Kashmir Ritan. He can't be a regular coin anymore. And he can't be a coin guttle because he got the other coin guttle there. Right? He got tension there, right? So therefore, he doesn't do anything. He just waits his job. That's also Malam Kashmir Ritan. So whoever reads the four, it's all, it's all good. In other words, you can go either way. You have what to rely on. We had Abi Gubar also a few days ago, right? That, that's that place. He went to the shul in Abi Gubar. And 
he read there was apparently was a there was a parsha that they read ten psukim, and he read he was chosen to read first, and he read four psukim, four the first four psukim. You know, today we have it all organized. The sitter tells you where to stop, but the idea could have been that any you could you could have moved it around, right? The first guy read four psukim. Shachir a papa, a papa said. Uh, you know, and, and there, our Baba Shavche Rapapa. In other words, he was there. And they read the first guy there read four psukim. And Rapapa said that's a good thing. As we said, either the first, second, or third, whoever reads the four out of the ten, that's that's good. If we said not less and not more. The we so this is really good. I should say there. We don't have less than three and not more than three. Right, and the first guy who opens up makes a bracha on at the beginning, and the last guy vachosam of aruch lacharel. So, so it's mash from here that there's only two, there's only one asher bracha banu and one asher nasham toras emes, the beginning, the end. Vo'idna the kulam of archiva for now. Now each person who gets an aliyah makes the bracha before and after high netaima. The tekinu rabbanu, the rabbanu made exera mishumachnas mishumayotzin. Here's the problem because people leave early from shul and some people come late. So here's what happens. If the first, if let's say somebody comes late, and let's say he comes into Levi, he comes into Yisrael, or he comes into the Levi, and the Yisrael, the third, doesn't make a bracha before. Who made a bracha before? The Kohen. Let's say there's a Kohen Levi in Yisrael, right? The bracha. So if he comes in late, and he sees the Yisrael doesn't make a bracha, he thinks there is no bracha Rishonah. You don't have to make a bracha Rishonah. Here's the last bracha. So, and the guy who leaves early, if he leaves, let's say he leaves in the middle of Levi, and the Kohen didn't make a bracha afterwards, Asher Nasalam, he thinks you don't want to make a bracha afterwards at all. So because of that, each person makes a bracha before and after. Rosh Chodesh and Cholomoy Karn Arba, Rosh Chodesh and Cholomoy read four alias, four alias, right? And we said, why? Because you have Musaf that day. Boimine Ula Bar Rav Me Rava. Parshas Rosh Chodesh Ketzer Karn Michael, this is just for you. How do we read Parshas Rosh Chodesh? Now here's the problem. On Rosh Chodesh, what do we do? We read. Which which parsha do we read, Michael? We say it's Korbani Lachmi, right? That parsha of Korbani Lachmi, the Avisham Misha. That parsha on page twenty in the sitter over here has eight psukim. Then we also read of Yom Hashabbos has two psukim. Then we read about we, what else do we read? Rashi Chadashim, right? Rashi Chadashim that has five psukim. So how do we solve this? How do we solve this problem of Yom Hashabbos? How do you how do you divide that up? You have to have four aliyas, right? If it would be three alias, okay, maybe you could solve it one way, right? You could solve it with three alias. So very simple. You could have uh, the, the first parsha has eight. So you could have four and four, Cohen and Levi. And then the Israel could read Yom Shabbos and Rosh Hashanah. But you got, you have four alias. How do you divide that up? So he's provided with Chodesh Kate said, Karin Osa. Tzavas B'nei Yisrael v'marta le'em eskabri lachmi da'avin ten psukim that has eight psukim. Hey, Chenev, what should we do? Nikri, Trey, Tlasa, Tlasa, psukim. Should... Cohen and Levi each read three psukim out of that, out of the eight, right? If we do it that way. So, Pasha uh, Trey, you've only got two psukim left in that Pasha. You don't leave less, you don't leave in a Pasha less than three psukim. Why not? Because if somebody leaves then, they'll think you can read two psukim. They'll think the next guy only got two psukim. We'll see later on. Nikri Arba Arba, so should each read four, four and four, okay. So Pashulu Shiva, then you've got seven left over. Yom Shabbos is two. Yom Shabbos Abayin Trey is two. Rosh Hashem Avin Chamesh, that's five. Hechanam, so how are you going to divide up the last two? Right, you, you've solved the first two, right? Kohen Levi, four and four. How do you divide up, how do you divide up the last two? The Ravi, Ishlishi, and Ravi. Hechanam, Nikri Trey Meha, Meha, Vachad Do you read two from Yom Shabbos and one from 
Rashi Chadashim, right? And that's that the that Shlishi would read two psukim from Yom Shabbos and one pasuk Rashi Chadashim. As we'll see, you don't start a parsha less than three psukim. Why? Because if you started a parsha less than three psukim, the guy leaving will think that what that. Uh, that's all you need. You can read, read less than the, the guy or the guy coming in now will say, "Oh, that the previous guy only read one or two psukim," and that's what he'll think. And you can't do that. So, must feel the parsha So, what do you do? So, likri So, let's say Shlishi will read Yom Hashabbos and three psukim from Rosh Chodeshim. How many does that leave over Rosh Chodeshim? Two. That's not good either. You've only got two psukim for the last guy, and you have to read three psukim each. Right, that's what we said, that you, don't read, you always read three psukim, right? We said that uh, you have three alias, and uh, how do you divide it up? Each, you, have, you have ten psukim normally, but you always have to have, at least person should each read three psukim. So how do you work it? Amrlo, so he asked him this question, but Ula asked this question, uh, Ula Barav asked the question of Rava, how do we divide it up on Shkosh? Now we know him, I said, what you do, Michael, right? You repeat one post, it gets called Doleg in the first parsha. That's the, that's the maskana, but Gemara doesn't solve that really. Amrlo, so he answered him, Rabbi answered him, Zulo Shamati. I didn't really hear about you doing Rosh Chodesh. I really don't know. Interesting, Zulo Shamati. He didn't know, he didn't know right? But Kiyotsu Rosh Hashanah, I heard a similar thing. We talked about the Mamados and Tanis. Remember that, remember that the, uh, the, the Yisraelim stand and read these various psukim in honor of the, uh, so that the Karbonus that are being offered by the Kornelavim should be accepted. And what do they read? They read from Brashas. As we said, the time we had in Tanis, Rishon, the first day, meaning on Sunday, they read Bereshis and Vayivarakia. Now, in Bereshis and Vayivarakia, Bereshis has, has what? The time of Bereshis, Bishnaim, you read two people read Bereshis, which has five psukim, and you read Gia Echad, because that has three psukim. Bereshis has five, the first part, Bereshis, Bereshis, until Vayivarakia, that's five psukim. The second one, Yiriki, Bishnaim, is three psukim. Okay, it's three psukim. We understand why the Israel, the third guy, right, reads three psukim of the of the second one of of Vayom of, uh, or the second paragraph of Bereshis. El Bereshis B'shnayim is on Chamisha psukim. It's only five psukim. Tanya Kori B'tar Lo Yifchas Mushlo psukim. You've got to read. We learn. We listen to here. We brought this down. Yeah, when you read a Torah, you have to have at least three psukim, right? So how do you how do you divide up the five psukim of Bereshis into two? Rav says, Dole, you go back. In other words, the first guy reads three psukim. The second guy reads the three, but he starts with Pasuk number three, Pasuk Gimel. He reads that again. He reads, the first person reads Aleph Bey's Gimel, and the second person reads Gimel Dalet Hey, right? Like we do in Ashkodesh. Ushmuel says, Pasuk, you split the Pasuk in the middle. You stop in the middle of the Pasuk. Rav, Amr Dole, my Tamar Lomar Pasuk, why doesn't he say, we had a similar Gemara in Tanis, right? Uh, why doesn't he say split it? Moshe didn't break off a pasuk that way. We don't pasuk. We don't cut off a pasuk if he didn't finish it off. Pasak means to cut it off, to to decide it, to 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 uh, confirm it. Um, if he didn't do it, we don't do that way. At least in Torah, by Nevi and by Nach, we do. We do that a lot in Tefillah. Tefillah is anyway mutter, but you're allowed to do that Nach, but not in uh, not in in, in Torah's Moshe. Ushmul Amr Paskinah no, you break it up. I have Amr of Chananya. He says Amr of Chananya. Koratz Rav Chananya Kora. He was a he was a Bible teacher. He taught the kids. Sar Gadol Hayoli Eitzel Rav Chanina Gadol. 
I had a big problem with Yisro Chinon Gadol Hitzuli Lipsuk El Tinokas. I I said, listen, I got to read the pasuk half at a time. I got to stop in the middle. And he said, you can only do that Tinokas Shabbos Rabban Whole Islam Nasrin. They can't. If you read the whole pasuk, they won't be able to follow it. In other words, to teach a kid, you have to be able to read verse by verse, you know, porch by porch, so you can split up a pasuk, right? So, uh, so, so he says over here, so you see, you're not supposed to put, split up a pasuk. Only for teaching kids, you're allowed to, but otherwise not. So how did you do, so how does uh, Shmuel say over here, you can break up the pasuk in the middle? Uh, right, that's what Shmuel said, Shmuel Spaskin Allah. And we said that uh, uh, he didn't hold like Rav, who says, How did Shmuel split it? Here, Rav Chanina said, Rav Chanina, uh, Rav Chanania Kroos said, Rav Chanina go, I'll never let me do it only for kids. That was different. It says, Hasim time, I'm Shmuel because it's impossible. The children have to learn. They can learn if you read a whole Pasuk at a time. Hachanami Lafshi, here also, there's also no choice. You have two parshas to read. And as we said, apparently the two parshas were related to Sunday. We didn't want to go into Tuesday. It wasn't that too far to read Tuesday's uh, Tuesday's Kriya, right? But the Omerishon did, right? They, they, we want to say Yashem did those on the seven days, right? Uh, to go into Tuesday, Wednesdays, we don't want to split. So you have only, this is the only way you could do it. It's impossible, so therefore you can split it. That's what Shmuel says. The Shmuel Lomber my time alone, why didn't you say go back? He says, when you go back, you have another problem. Because when you go back, what does that mean? If you go, if you go back, the guy who uh, comes in in middle and hears you read, hears Levi read Gimel, Dalit, and Hay, he thinks that the first Ali of the Kohen only read two Psukim, because he comes in now. He comes in and, and now he comes into Levi, and he sees he's starting Gimel, Dalit, Hay, so the Kohen must have only read two Psukim. He thinks he could read two Psukim uh, if he comes in now. And the person who leaves, if you start reading, right, if you, if you read Alphay's Gimel and then you stop, and the guy who left Shul now thinks that the next guy, Levi, is only going to read Dalit and Hay, two Psukim. So because of that, he says, therefore, it's better to split it and you stop after two and a Psukim. So two and a Psukim is like three. Mesfeh. Parsha, Shashish, Psukim, Koronosa, Bishnayim. Parsha that has six, six Psukim, you can read two people, three and three. Shachamish, Psukim, Biyachid, reads one. Korarishon, Shlosha. Let's say the first guy read three. Hasheni, Korishnayim, Mi Parsha, Zubech, Mi Parsha, Acheres. Let's say, you have a, we said if you have a parsha that has five psukim, right? One person should read it. But let's say one person read only three psukim. What do you do with the other two psukim in that parsha? So he reads two from this parsha, these last two. Bechni parsha, can read from another one. Yeshom shlosha. Some say that from the next parsha you have to read three, even though you finished three psukim by B. In other words, you finished parsha A. Parsha A, you finished with two psukim. And you have to read more psukim. So you go into the next parsha, parsha B, and you read one pasuk there. The Yeshama says, no, you got to read three psukim. You don't start a parsha less than three psukim, as we said, because somebody will think that you can, that's all you had to read. If a guy just comes in now, thinks all you ought to read. Fine. The Misa, but according to you, uh, according to both people, it's a Shiloh. Why do we say that if you have a parsha that has five psukim, one person should read that? If one person read three, another guy can read two, and then one pasuk or three psukim from the next parsha. Again, the Misa, Lamandam Adolag, the other good. The guy who says that you can go back, why don't you go back? Lamandam Raposak, Nifsak, split it in the middle. It's a shiny awesome, the Ev Shabachi. There it's different because there you're not talking about where it's limited. Let's say you're reading the Parsha of the week and you can keep on going. So read the next, read the next paragraph, but no problem. The, the reason where we say over here, either you repeat one Pasik or you split the Pasik in middle is because there's no choice. This is all we can read. Or this is the Parsha of Chodesh. There's nothing else to read over here. You got a Parsha with eight Psukim. How do you divide that up? How do you divide it up? You get you, you have to divide it up so you have three alias there. The only way to do that, right? The only way to do the three alias is to repeat a pasuk or split it. 
which we do repeat. But over here, if, if you can go on to the next parsha, then you can do it. Shani Yosem Nefshbarachi. Amar Tachmon Mishum Belei Velochke Yisham Lachs Like Yisham that you don't begin a parsha unless you read three psukim, unless you finish the parsha. Like Yom Hashabbos is only two psukim, but if you start a parsha, you have to read at least three psukim. Amar Tachmon Mishum Belei Vikashem Shein Maschil. So here, so here, what do we have? We had a machlokus before when you start a parsha. Can you have one pasuk? Because the first one said, if you started a parsha, a parsha at five psukim, and the first guy read three, so the second guy can read two plus one from the next parsha. That means you can start a parsha with one. The other one says no. Yeshua one says no. You got to have at least three from the next parsha. Just like you don't start a parsha less than three, you don't leave less than three. Notice you never leave a parsha with less than three psukim. Pshita, hashto, ma'as chalta, the kamekel tanakam. I'm out of starting with the tanakam. Says you can start a parsha with one pasuk. Machmire, machmire. So here he's he's machmir tanakam. Ma'as chalta, the kamekel tanakam. Machmire yeshomrim. The yeshom says no. You have to have three when you start. Shir the machmir tanakam. See the tanakam said that you can't leave over less than because even he said you can't leave over uh, less than three. Because he said, right, you can you can start less than three, but you can't leave over less than three. And Rashi explains, Shir the Kamachmer Tanakama, the Tani B'Shel Chamisha B'Yochet. He said, Lachachila, a parsha five, you should read all five, all five psukim. Don't leave over two. Lormin, he doesn't say the first guy should be three and then leave the last two for more. That means that you don't leave two. So Madach, Madach, starting where the Tanakama's Makon says you could start with one. The 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 Yeshom is Machmer Shir the Machmer Tanakam Tanakam is even Machmer. You don't leave a parsha. You don't stop a parsha with two pesukim remaining. Lo Koshkin Mechersuni is Machmer when it comes to Koshkin Machmer Yeshom the Yeshom or Machmer and say you don't leave a parsha with less than three. So what what's the chiddush in that? Says Ma'u the same in Nichnos and Shchich. I might think Nichnos and Shchich. People who come in are Shchich. Meaning when people come in. It's just that people come in late, so they might be confused. You understand that people coming late might be confused and think that what that the previous guy only read, only read one or two psukim. So that's shchich. Therefore, you say you don't start you don't uh, start a parsha with less than three. But yotzma shchich. People are there already. People are there already. It's not shchich. Once they're there, they stay. The monk except for they're going to leave a sefer Torah in the middle of the middle. The guy comes in late. He woke up late. But he's in the middle of the Kriya Satori. He may not leave. So you might think you don't have to make a over there that somebody's going to leave and think that there's that uh, the last guy's going to read less. Kamash will know that we're goes that way also. The Tanakama Maishna Shir the Tanakama who says Shir Delo Maishna Shir Delo Mishim 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 Yotzim. Why does he say that you shouldn't leave over two psukim? He says that if you have a parsha of five, you read the whole five. You don't read three and leave two over. Why don't you leave two over? Because somebody who's leaving now in middle will think that the next guy is only going to read two. So Maishna Shir Delo Mishim Yotzim Aschuli Nami the Tanakama Aschuli Nami Xer Mishim Nachsus. Why does he say also you shouldn't start a parsha? He says you can start a parsha with one pasuk. Why aren't you goes there also? The guy who's going to come in now will think that the previous guy only read one pasuk. If a guy comes into shul, he'll ask somebody else, right? He'll ask somebody else, listen, this guy, uh, I came in now, they started the second Pusik in the Parsha. Did the other guy only read one Pusik? No, he read the previous Pusik also, he'll ask. But the guy who leaves, there's nobody to ask. So if the guy who leaves, you see the guy who leaves, if, 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 you, if you leave over two Pusikim, and then the guy has to go out, he's got to catch his bus, he'll think the next guy only read two Pusikim. Therefore, there he goes there. What's the halacha in this case of the Mamados? Not about Rosh Chodesh. He doesn't have the same halacha. It applies to What's the halacha by Mamados? What do they do with Bracious and the first two parshas? My Shalchle Hilchsa Dole, you skip. Meaning, 
The first guy reads, it doesn't mean really you skip, it means you go back and repeat it. The first guy reads, Bracious Prolo Kim Eshish Mayim Bar, as far as I right? Reads Aleph Beis and Gimel. And then the second guy reads Gimel Dalit and Hey. And that, that's how the Levi. So if it was Kohen Levi Yisrael, you'd have what the Kohen reads Aleph Beis Gimel, and the Levi reads Gimel Dalit Hey. Then Soi Dolka, and the middle guy reads. In other words, when you go back, who goes back? Not the Israel. It's not the Israel who go back because if it wouldn't be the middle guy, you'd still have a problem. Rashi says, "Vem tzoi dolek shim lo yivlagu yeitzarach." The gear says, "Yeitzarach l'shayer b'parsha." If it's not him, we'll have to leave in the parsha pachas mishloshim sukim. In other words, if he doesn't do it, if the first guy reads Aleph Beis and Gimel, and the second guy reads Dalit Hey, and then the first parsha of Vayir Malkim Yehi Maoros Bekiya Shemayim, right? Vayir Malkim. Uh, what has it start off? Uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, right? And then he, and he reads that one pasuk. He'll only leave over two for the last guy. So again, if, if the middle guy doesn't go back and repeat we don't do that. He's going to read the whole thing. So in other words, if the middle guy doesn't repeat Gimel Dalad and Hey, but rather what happens? He says, the first guy says Aleph Beis and Gimel. The second guy goes Gimel Dalid. Uh, the second guy goes Dalid Hey, and then Vav, which is the beginning of the next one. Then he's only leaving over two Psukim in the second paragraph, and he reads the whole thing. So the only way to do it is the first guy reads Aleph Beis Gimel, the second guy reads Gimel Dalid and Hey, that's Dole, and the next guy, Yisrael, reads the, the Parsha reads the first, reads the next three Psukim, which is the second paragraph. That's how we do it on the Mamados, and he doesn't paskin it for Rosh Chodesh, because I didn't hear about Rosh Chodesh, but we do the same thing on Rosh Chodesh, right? What do we do on Rosh Chodesh, Michael? We say, what do we repeat? We, we, we read uh, Rosh Chodesh, and then we, the second we, guy goes back to Rosh Chodesh, to Rosh Chodesh, to So the first guy reads the three psukim, al base Gimel, the second guy the reads Gimel, Dalet, and Hey, then he reads three psukim, the last three psukim, which are Vav, Zayin, and Ches, Vav, Zayin, and Ches for Shlishi, yeah. And then the Ravi reads Vyoma Shabbos and Rosh Hashanah, right? No, no. Uh, and Vyoma Shabbos. The, the third guy, guy reads uh, Vyoma Shabbos also. Vyoma also. But that could really go either way. That can go either way. Yeah, that's, that's probably, uh, right? Because it's Rosh Hashanah, it's not Shabbos. So it's uh, huh? to keep it separate. Right, right. So, and, and, and he's got to skip around. You have to skip a couple of Ureas, or it's right in the, in the, in the Torah. It's, it's right. Separate it's right. Paragraph, separate it's, paragraph. It's, it's in the same way. So we so the third guy reads Gimel Dalit Hey and Uv Yom Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh reads the Rosh Chodesh. So, but the point is he has no problem starting the parsha of Yom Shabbos because he completes it. It's only two psukim, so it's not a problem with completing that. Yeah. Right? He's starting a parsha reading three psukim, but there's only two psukim there, so he's finishing that parsha. Right. That's how it works out. Okay, we'll pick up from here tomorrow. Ah. Have a good day.